0: Happy Thanksgiving, guys, and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Dubs. I'm your host, Bill T. We're bringing you an early drop edition. These are going to be the last two podcasts that I did out there at the Fast 4 Cartel at Samoa and wanted to bring you guys those podcasts as kind of a bonus podcast we're throwing out this Wednesday for your Thanksgiving weekend. This Friday, we will have a roundtable released for you. It's two hours, so you got plenty of garage time to listen to it we talk about quite a few different varied subjects and you'll hear about that coming up. I want to remind you guys to support our sponsors who are VW Trends magazine. Go to vwtrendsmagazine.com to subscribe today. And also Ross Wolf, go check out Ross Wolf's website. They've got a plethora of parts, aftermarket parts for your VW. Check them out at rosswolf.com. Also, if you guys are looking to get some shirts or hats or whatever made Check out my friends at ULogoUp.com. Go to the website, ULogoUp.com. You can upload any of your artwork, pictures, whatever you want, and get a quote right now from those guys as what it'll cost them. embroider on a hat, put it on a shirt, put it on a jacket, Dickie's shirts, Dickie's jackets, uh, whatever you want, man. They've got it on their website. So check them out at ULogoUp.com. That's ULogoUp.com, the letter U. So check those guys out. Support the people that support Let's Talk Dubs. Also, if you guys are uh, listening to the prison podcast that I did, there'll be another episode coming out real soon. It's in the editing bay right now, and uh, should be hitting the the it should be hitting the airwaves here in the next few days. So, looking forward to that coming out. Uh, I've got some more stacked up behind it, so plenty to tell from that story. If you guys haven't checked that out, search uh, and you want to hear that story, go to Apple iTunes or just take the internet and search "arrested in Mexico" and then just put "Bill T" after it and. It'll pull up several different platforms you can listen to that on. So check it out if you're interested. It's a wild. It's a crazy story. So I'm looking forward to that. But most importantly, man, this time of year, Thanksgiving, I am thankful for all the listeners that we have. I'm thankful for the people that I'm able to bring joy to by creating this podcast. I'm thankful for the guests that I've had that are able to share their stories and connect with the rest of us listeners out there. I really enjoy doing the podcast. It's just been such a huge blessing in my life. To get to meet so many people and to earmark their story for history. That's just been the best part for me. Uh, just putting it down for generations to come to hear this and really be able to track down the history as it happened by the people that did it. So uh, I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful, obviously, for God, my family, my friends, and all the things that I have. So you guys make sure you're thankful too today. And, matter of fact, <laughs> Go talk to your crazy uncle you don't like and tell him how thankful you are for him. <laughs> I know we always have, we're going to have a full house for Thanksgiving and I know you guys will too. So uh, you guys enjoy that. Any of you guys out there uh, not th- that might have some friends or whatnot that may not be having some family over, call those people and bring them over to your house and invite them over for Thanksgiving. But uh, most importantly, guys, uh, it's the season to be thankful. We really should be thankful year-round, and I most certainly am, especially after my little episode in Mexico. It's really put a lot of things in perspective for me, and I'm thankful every day, all day, for everything that uh, that I've been blessed with. So uh, without any further ado, guys, this next podcast is... I was walking... Th- so we have two podcasts this week. The first one is going to be Paul Gale- Paul Gelinas. Now, Paul Gelinas is is from Bakersfield, California. He now lives in Crescent City. I was walking to the swap meet, got talking to him. Come to find out he has a connection to VolksWorks. You might say VolksWorks is familiar. VolksWorks is Steve Connect's shop that he had in Bakersfield, where all those cars were coming out of in the 80s. And I just thought it was super cool to connect with him. Once he found out I own Future Shock and we started talking back and forth, it was really cool. And I said, hey, I really want to get your story about being the shop hang around guy. So it's the story of what was happening at Volksworld. VolksWorks. From his perspective, so it's pretty rad. The next story after that, speaking of friendsgivings, two two of my buddies, Mike Presson and John Limnios, out of the Bay Area, both those guys drag racers. They're all the Fast Four Cartel events. Uh, listeners to the podcast, and we, I, I wanted to sit down and just talk to guys that are racing. Uh, fast-forward cartel stuff with their own cars, what their setups are, all that kind of stuff. So it's real. It's definitely interesting to listen to. It's a good conversation, plus they're buddies of mine, so you guys should enjoy it because they're buddies of mine. There should be buddies of yours, too. So that's what we got coming up for you guys. Enjoy your turkey day. Enjoy being around your family, and uh, definitely continue to keep enjoying the hobby because I do, and uh, have a happy Thanksgiving, all right, guys? So right now, let's get into it the surprise turkey day podcast oh by the way there's still one coming out on friday booyah two-hour podcast me and george have it on the round table so guys without any further ado let's get into the double whammy turkey day surprise on let's talk dubs
1: well, you probably don't know that there's a new volkswagen out that doesn't look like a volkswagen you
0: Another interview coming from the Blitz at the Beach 2 up here in Eureka, California, Fast forward, Cartel. I happen to be walking through the swap meet, and I passed by. I, I was picking up a couple magazines, you know, back issues that I didn't have a hot VWs, and I, I happened to walk by a camper, and a gentleman at the camper asked me, he says, hey, do you have any of the 82, 83 issues or 83, 84 issues of VW Trans? I'd like to get a couple of those. I'm looking for some stuff, so we get to talking. And come to find out, he tells me he was in a VW club in Bakersfield called V-Dubs Limited, Limited. yeah. And so on today's podcast, I've got a V-Dubs Limited uh, guest on here, and it's Paul Jelinas, and he's out of – Paul, you're out of where now? I'm out of
2: Crescent City now.
0: So he's out of Crescent City, California, and we got to talking, and and he was – well, better than that, tell me your story about you getting into Volkswagens in Bakersfield, California.
2: I was a freshman in high school. Uh Uh-huh. And every, yeah, I didn't live too far away from the high school. Every day I'm walking, you know, don't have a car. I'm a freshman. So I'm walking there and I see this gray square back. Clean. Eight spokes painted to match. And it had that V-Dubs Limited logo in the back window. And like, that is the most awesome car I've seen. Love it. Yeah. And it's just, that was the one. Okay. And what's funny about the whole thing is after I joined the club, I still never knew who owned it. He never went to a club meeting. (laughs) Like an ex-member or something? I don't know. I don't know. So now
0: you see this V-Dubs limited and you think like, and I think for us as car guys, it becomes like you see something, you see a car, and it like triggers something. And you're like, I bet the dude that drives that car is really cool, and I want to be really cool, and I want a car like that.
2: Exactly. That was that was my high school dream car.
0: So now how do you track down V Dubs Limited, all that stuff?
2: I I think somehow uh-huh. I found Steve connect And, and I his bo- and his
0: shop then was called Uh Volksworks. Volksworks.
2: Right. He was on seventh standard God kind of oildale area. Yeah. You know, it wasn't it was outskirts of Bakersfield. You know? more oil field refinery kind of area yeah and uh you know he had this tiny little shop out there and man he just he was the dude right you know um i i went over there i saw some of the cars actually i got a hold of him first and uh you know it just he was you know gracious enough i mean to to take a, a 14, 15 year old kid You don't even have a driver's license. No, this I don't time. have a driver's license. I don't I don't have a car.
0: <laughs> and you're looking up to these okay? guys who are in their twenties at this time and you're thinking, like, these guys are exactly. these guys are men I want to become.
2: You know, and he he left such an impression on me at that time because he took the time yeah. for that young kid to show me the way. Okay. You know, I met him, then I I went to a meeting, I met Jack. D- Diacomo and his wife, then uh, Chris Addington and Bette. And, you know, just, I met all Delphino. these great people. Delfino wasn't around at that time. Oh, when really? I was first there, he wasn't around. I mean, I knew of him, okay? Because we're close to the same age. Right. So, and I, I remember his car from sound offs. You know, yeah. you go to stereo shows, you know, or car shows that have a sound off or something. And I, I want to say, mind you, this early 80s, he's got this square back. It's like 1,800, 2,000
0: watts. Right. That's crazy. Yeah,
2: like 415s in the rear or something. At that time, I mean, I mean the base hits, a pop-out flies out. Sure. <laughs> yeah.
0: No question.
2: So, you know, he was more into that side of it. Now- you you come to work at the shop you have any experience at all no I I was never actually an official employee I was just I was a hanger-on okay? right you know after school I'd jump on my scooter and, and ride over there and you know and I would soak up as much knowledge as I could and then when I finally did get a car I ended up having Steve paint it for me you know he shaved the turn signals off the front fenders because the car was a 74. You know, mind you, it's something nobody wanted, but it was what I could afford. So, you know, and I I put 70 fenders on it. You know, got to... rid of the big ass bumpers and yeah. and what have you. So I I shaved it down, made it made it look more like a seven. And now you're at this time, this is your first car that you that
0: you pick up. And right. how old are you at this time? Are you? I
2: was 16 when mm-hmm. I bought it.
0: So now 16, you get a car. You're working for Steve at Volksworks? Never worked for him officially. Oh, really? So you would just
2: be like, hey, can I hang around
0: the shop and help? I was just
2: soaking up knowledge. Really? Yep. And And between Steve and and Mark that worked there, I I think he was the shop manager or whatever. Um, I would just absorb all I could, okay? Yeah, and it's – honestly, it kept me off the street, okay? Because, I mean – You'd ride your little dirt bike? You told me you
0: rode your dirt bike there every day? I
2: had a – like a Honda Express, okay?
0: So you'd cruise and, that thing every you know, day?
2: I mean, I, I'd make it from one side of the town to the other in about an hour, going 30 mile an hour. Right. <laughs> so, you would, so
0: you were so committed to learning about this, like just trying to get some of the car yeah. stuff in your blood. What kind of things did you learn while you were working there?
2: You know, I learned a little body work, okay? I mean, I wasn't over there enough, you know, because you're looking maybe an hour or two hours a day, you know? Two days a week or whatever. So I mean I didn't soak up too much. But uh, well, you're
0: there, you're just willing to do whatever they'll have you do because you kinda wanna you know, I'll be sweep around the floor. You wanna
2: be around these guys. Exactly. I'll sweep the floor, whatever you want. Okay. Just just so I could be around that crowd. I mean, the custom cars were there. He wasn't always doing them. Right. I mean, he might just have a brake job, so just something.
0: It had an impression. You know, when I t- I told you that I own Future Shock, and then you started to
2: proceed to tell me a story about. I remember when that notchback sat behind the shop and nobody wanted it. That was just an auto stick notch that literally, it left it was left to rot. Nobody wanted it. <laughs> At what point do you get involved with it? He Steve turned around. And he wanted to build a car that was just over the top. Right. Okay. And. You know, I happened to be there one day. It was probably a Saturday, and it's like, yeah, I'm gonna cut the top off. And he drew it out, and yeah, we started. We took the windows out, and boom, that's how the top came off.
0: Started chopping that dude up right there, huh? Yep. That's interesting.
2: And it was like, it was like I said, that was a car that even back then nobody really wanted it.
0: Now, what did you think when Steve said to you, "I'm gonna take that car"? And make that car, a super crazy.
2: Why? Because I've seen what he's done. At this
0: at this time, had Shockwave been built, George's car, George's squareback?
2: No. No, George's car was not even touched yet. Yeah. It was still a standard squareback. It
0: hadn't been made into a roadster yet. No.
2: I talked to George a while back, and I was like, I really wish that that car would come back out. Yeah. Okay. But he sold it. He got on with his life. He went to other things. Same here. I I left Bakersfield when I was 18. Just I got away from Volkswagens for 20 years. 20. I was still doing cars, but I got away from the Volkswagen world. And then I I mind you, I'm up in Crescent City now and meet a couple people up there. And next thing you know, I'm I'm buying a $200 piece of crap squareback, and it's off again.
0: And so you get the squareback. How many years ago is it the squareback?
2: Probably 14 years, 14 years ago, So 14
0: years back. ago. So for 20 some odd years, you leave Volkswagens all completely. together. 30 years, right? Yeah, completely. And then you get this square back. You've got another car, different make and model. And then the square back comes up to buy and you're like, you know what? I need is a project on my hands. Yeah,
2: <laughs> so, I, I'd like something. I could just throw money at it for no reason. Right.
0: So your goal was like, <laughs> I'm going to build the square back for my son. Yes.
2: I'm going to build that high school car that I always wanted right. for my kid. Right. You know, and, and I did.
0: And I saw the pictures. It was super clean, like blue square back, two liter alloys. Yeah. Like, nice job. And then what happened when you finished the car?
2: Kid didn't want it. Yeah. <laughs> Kid said, Dad, it's too nice. He was actually a little scared about driving it. And I'm like, dude, it's just a car. Right. Enjoy it, okay? If you wreck it, I'll build it again. Don't worry about it. He's like, nah, he just. Too he, much. Too yeah. much to drive it. So I ended up buying him a 68 Bug with the early 68 low back seats, and he drove the crap out of that.
0: So you take you take a dip out of Volkswagens and come back so many years later. What do you think it was? Because you had an American car that you switched from that. What, what do you think brought you back to VWs?
2: Just simplicity and then lifestyle. Yeah. Okay.
0: The people? I mean, if we, you. How would you describe VW people versus hot rod people?
2: Hot rod people, just they can be self-centered you know uh just a different group if it's if it's not a dodge it ain't worth nothing if it's not a ford it ain't worth nothing okay you know it, that's the way that world is okay where you go to a volkswagen show and it doesn't matter what the hoopty rides in okay they don't care
0: everybody can appreciate it
2: exactly okay i mean i look at it as maybe that guy over there is like me when i started out hey i couldn't afford those two liter alloys okay yeah i I was running stock steelies. They might have been chrome. Three of them might have been. Okay? The other one was just painted silver to look at. Right. Oh,
0: yeah. That, I, think that's how, I think that's how we all start. And it's it's from humble beginnings, but some of these guys well, yeah, built that's,
2: some. That's it. And you you never you never judge a guy by his car because we've been there. Yeah, we started out. 100%. Okay? You, you can look at a car and you're like, oh, yeah, I should have. You know, He should have did this or he should have did that. Well, maybe he couldn't afford to do it. Right. Okay? We've all been there.
0: So now you're currently, you had the square back, then you built it, then you sold it. Somebody's actually driving it around today.
2: Yeah, a guy uh, in San Diego. or um,
0: Encinitas. Encinitas. Yeah, driving it around.
2: Uh, He bought it from me. Uh, I had it it in the magazine, and it was... What year was it in the magazine? I want to say 2010. So, 2010. March issue, something like that. What
0: color blue is it?
2: It's actually Toyota Land Cruiser Blue. Okay. Okay. Um, The funny story on that color. That was a color that my kid picked out. So, he picks the color out. He's like, I really like this color. And I'm thinking, it's not too bad. You know? Pretty bright. Can't miss it. Right? So, you know, hopefully he's going to be safe in it. Nobody's going to hit him and say they didn't see him. Right. Well, then I go down to the paint shop. And mind you, I'm learning to paint still. So I go to the paint shop and I find out, oh, wow, that's like $400 a gallon. Yeah, I found something really close for $100 a gallon.
0: <laughs> yeah, no question. I mean, especially nowadays, the prices of everything just seem to keep pushing oh, up. Yeah.
2: yeah, and I figure $100 a gallon, but then I'll put the best clear I can on it. So I didn't scrimp on the clear.
0: So you buy that car, build it. Son doesn't want it. You drive it around, take it, show oh, I, it for a little I bit. I drove it for ten years. And then you decide you're going to sell it. What makes you? What triggers you to sell that car?
2: I had picked up a '64 Gia convertible when me and the wife first got married. I still had my Bug, and I had traded it off for a '56 gear. and I'd always loved Gias, but Gias were kind of out of my price range back when I was there in high school you know because even then they were they were a premium you know and you didn't see them around too much i mean bugs were a dime a dozen but you never really saw gears a lot so i traded my bug off got this Gia now bone stock 36 you know i would go to vw classic okay because i was living in riverside at the time so i'd just right down the road and Every time I'd see another low light, I'd always look at the body number. You know, the tag inside the fender. And I was like, I always had the oldest one. Well, family came, life came. I had to sell the car.
0: What was your body number on your car? Do you remember it?
2: I cannot remember. For the life. I got it written down. Yeah. I do have it written down. you text it to me later. I could never find it though. We'll hunt it down. (laughs) We'll hunt that gear down. But uh, I sold it to a guy and he shows up in the first... He shows up with his kid, and the first thing out of my mouth is, "Is the car for him?" Because if it's going to the kid, I'm not selling it. Right. I had too much respect for that car to have it dinged up in a parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's. So
0: you, so you had this longing for a Gia, and an opportunity for a '64 convertible popped up for you to purchase it.
2: I just uh, the kids finally got to the age, and they moved out, and I was like, I want another one. But I want a convertible.
0: So the convertible you find.
2: I actually before that I found that one, uh, Addington was selling his convertible.
0: The the white sixty one no. bug? Or no, no, no,
2: no. It's uh,
0: the red gear convertible. Yeah, the
2: red gear convertible. Right. It's another sixty-four by the way. Yeah. And a lot of the parts that were on that came from other builds, you know, sure. Future Shock and all that. You know, and I looked at that car. And he, what he was asking for, it was very fair. And I probably could have got him down a little bit What was lower. it for sale for at the time when it was I want to say like 24
0: That's a good price. I mean, yeah, was a, it was a great all Chris price. Is, the stuff Chris has is all
2: super nice. He takes care of his cars. Oh, yeah, he does. But the problem with owning that car, okay, is like you found out, okay, is no matter what you do to make it your car, it's always that guy's car. Right. So I'm like, I didn't want to be that guy. Sure. You know? I mean, if I would have bought a super iconic car, that's different. But, you know, for for a driver, something that I wanted, you know, like, eh, no, nah, that's, that's, I wasn't looking at it as a show car. I was looking at it as a driver. And I'm like, I, it's just, like I said, I liked the car. Yeah. And I came real close to calling him on it. But, you know, other people were in my ear going, Duh, you know, you'll never. Right. You'll never you'll, shake the car and so You'll never shake that car down.
0: So you so end up I, picking up the 64 Ghia.
2: I ended up picking up the 64 Ghia. And what
0: was your plan with the 64 Ghia? Full on. Full on. You're going to build the baddest Full car on. you think you could ever have.
2: I, the best car that I could possibly afford.
0: So what's the blueprint for this car?
2: You know, when I started with it, I was like, I just want a clean driver. And then it's just morphed.
0: It's escalated quickly.
2: It's oh yeah. Yeah, the and the price tag has escalated quickly too. But uh, hopefully I'll have it back soon and we'll see.
0: Now what's gonna be the drivetrain and any, any of the minor details about giving it away? Because there's somebody that everybody in the V W C knows is building is painting this car. Right. And then you've got a custom set of wheels for this car and now what are you doing drivetrain
2: wise? Um Actually has a Rancho Performance uh, Freeway Flyer, uh, Pro Street Freeway Flyer, because I, I want power. Uh, the motor that's currently for the car is a 2007, which I was really going to stay. I never even that wasn't on my radar. Right. The motor that I had in my head was you know again going back high school days. My motor was 2110. I didn't want to go 2180. They run hot. Okay. They're too temperamental. So I said 2110. And I talked to a lot of engine builders, you know, between Berg, Powerhouse, uh, you know, just everything. I was down in Southern California. I basically just started working around the shops, you know, Carcraft. And, um, you know, everybody just kind of left me cold. On the way home from that trip, I just said to the wife, you know, I was like, hey, there's this wolfgang shop in Reading. never been there okay but i hear good things about it i pulled in there and it was like 4 30. they're closing at five so i'm like i'm barely squeaking in there right you know flying in there at 80 mile an hour just just so i could make it and uh steve took the time with me you know he uh he asked me what i wanted the motor to do and nobody had asked that before he says, what do you want out of a motor? said, I want reliability. I want to drive wherever, whenever. And he's the one that talked me into a 2007. Okay? I'll tell you, he's such a straight-up guy. He says, I'll build you a 2007. You put it in your car for a month. If you don't like it, bring it back to me, and we'll put a 2110 together. Same price. Well, dude, you're giving me a guarantee. Okay. I called him back after the first week and told him he'd never seen the motor again. Yeah. I'm not coming back.
0: So you put it in when it was kind of a street, just kind of a street beater. You had that motor right. in there. Yeah. Nice, it, tight, crisp. I
2: had the, the running gear done. Okay. And it was just a street terror. I'd go out and, you know, every now and then I'd look at the Mustangs and I'd be like, okay, let's run it. Okay. And, you know, every now and then an older model vet, you know, I wouldn't touch them new vets because they're quick. Right.
0: <laughs> Well, that's cool. So, what? So, you've got your Gia coming out, and I'm going to do a follow up with you just before you debut the Gia because I've got your number, and we'll be in touch because there's definitely a lot of time and effort and energy going into this car, and I and I definitely want to. Uh, I have,
2: I have, like I said, I went with the best parts that I could find. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I, it might not be to everybody's taste, but it's my taste.
0: That's it. It's all that matters, man. That's what really brings us together in this VW hobby. Every car is a blank slate for everybody else to build it.
2: Yeah, and and maybe one day I'll actually try it on the track.
0: Oh, that's it. Well, man, I appreciate you sitting down with me and giving me some of your time and telling me some of your story. There's one thing about the Guia that you didn't tell me about. You got the birth certificate on the Guia.
2: Yes, Mm -hmm. yes. Uh, Right after we got it, I got it from a guy in Los Gatos, okay? I, I won't mention, but I got it from him and you know i had looked at like on just that trip down southern california i would looked at like four cars and we were on our way home and he's he had this one and he had a couple of other ones and i thought i had a deal with another guy farther down south and the the guy just kind of flaked out on me i i agreed to his price everything i said hey look i'm, I'm blazing home i'm gonna grab my trailer I'll come back. I'll see you. Okay. He's like, yeah, yeah, man. You know, that didn't work for me, man. You know,
0: and I'm like, you're like, dude, you I'm saw, driving 18 the car hours.
2: I'm driving 18 hours yanking an empty trailer and you're not going to show up. So yeah, that, that just kind of soured me on him. So I turned around called this guy back in Los Gatos and, and I'm like, Hey, you're asking this. I was going to offer this. We'll settle for this. Right. Is that good with you? It's like, works for me. Done deal. So
0: you get the car. You get the car. Does it have a birth certificate when you get it?
2: No. No, we get it. And um, I noticed that the car was built by another shop, you know, in Alabama. Now, now,
0: meanwhile, your wife convinces you maybe you should you should just buy a finished car. Oh, yeah. Drive a finished car. Oh, yeah.
2: She was like, it's so much cheaper. And you're like, oh, I think I'm going to build it. And I'm like, you know what? But it's not going to be mine. Right. It's always going to be somebody else's vision. So now you get this Gia And so she... She gets online and she's like, you know, hey, look, I can get the birth certificate. And I I really paid no attention to that right. stuff. So, she sends off for it. She takes the VIN number, sends off for it. Come to find out the car was built October 21st, which is my anniversary.
0: So it was meant to be, you felt, behind this just car.
2: the car's been Anna ever since.
0: Because when, when you and your wife met, you were a Volkswagen guy and you had yes. a Volkswagen. Matter of fact, to the point where you wrecked her car, or she wrecked her car. No, I wrecked. Oh, you wrecked it? Oh, yeah. All right. So you wrecked her car. Yeah. And then you gave her. It
2: was a Honda, though, so it was worth wrecking.
0: As a sacrifice, you gave her your Volkswagen.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it looks like it was meant to be, huh? Yeah.
2: You know, and in 35 years together, we're still there. That's it, man. So well,
0: that's a great story. And, and she's uh, putting up
2: with me. That's, it. that's a lot. That's a lot.
0: Paul, I appreciate you coming on, man. No problem. Thanks, bro. and we'll and we will touch back with you just before you debut your car. Sure. All right?
2: Sure. Hopefully uh we're looking to VW week next year.
0: All right. Well, I like it. All right, buddy. All right, man. Thanks. To me, that was an enjoyable podcast to be able to just cross paths with a guy who was from Bakersfield days. Uh, from the way back when everything was happening just to get his perspective in addition to the fact that he's got a cool story where he's back in the vws already uh, and, and he's building a, he's building one stunner of a Gia that's coming out soon so looking forward to seeing that so this next podcast is john Limnios and mike preston both these guys big into drag racing their stuff at the flat four cartel stuff they're always up at SAC trying to bang it out they're just a cool cool couple of cats i met them probably a year ago or more at uh sack buggin i had the display set up there uh john listens to the podcast so came up we started talking i went over checked out what they had going on since then we've become buddies they come to town we hang out of course john supports us at the uh one crazy weekend man he brought his vert down this year we had a good time and they're just there's just some solid dudes and so i wanted to Get the podcast from the perspective of like, if you wanted to go race and you were doing it just out of pocket, you know, not the big money drag cars and all that stuff, just the guys that are just the, just your typical racers, just your average guy who wants to drag race. So both these guys got really cool cars and uh, a lot of style and they're definitely into it, man. And John Limnios, man, he is the, he is the pig roaster, man. This dude is, he's putting it down up there at the, at, at the fast four cartel. So uh, great podcast. Enjoyed talking to my two buddies. So take a listen to this and uh, check it out. All right, everybody. So, on what we're doing now is we're at Fast Four Cartel and I'm with a couple of uh, homeboys that I've run into. Started in SAC and then uh, Type One overall. You might know him on Instagram. He's a, kind of a big deal. I think he's got 13 followers. I mean, dude's all over the place. Uh, my boy, John Limnios. How could I forget Limnios? Another Greek brother. And then. Mike Prest Preston, like the all right, Mike Preston, but Preston like the fluid, but it's actually Preston. What's up fellas? What's going on, man? How are you? So you guys have been so you guys normally both race together. I met last time I saw you guys was Sacramento and both of you guys were racing in the quarter mile track over there. This was almost a year ago, right? Yeah, it was two half, two so. Memorial Days ago, I right. believe, yeah. And now your car, John, your car's down my car is up your my car's car is up here. but your car is not here you yes. came to support and you're actually helping with the uh, kinney cafeteria right correct putting uh, getting getting your roast on on that bad boy come yeah. on having a tough time here give me a little me a little more volume Does that work for you there a little more more all oh that's mine all right go ahead yes go ahead yeah I, no yes. right, you're so golden I,
3: I brought a pig up here and we're we're cooking a whole pig
0: Nice. So you're, you're, you're helping out. I mean, this, this ordeal is this first time George and I have been up here. Um, and I think the, the, the big thing that I could say is it really is kind of a family vibe up here. Like everybody's super chill. Normally when I've gone to racetracks and stuff before, everybody's like super secretive about their stuff. And the vibe here is super chill. Your car is not here. You're helping with the food prep, but Mike, your car is here and you just had yes, your sir. first little run. Yep. Um, how long have you been racing? Now you guys are buddies. How, how are you guys buddies? Grew up in the same area, yeah.
3: mm-hmm. and then kind of met through the car scene.
1: Yeah, had had some mutual mutual friends that were also into Volkswagens, and I guess the, the rest is
3: kind of history. He worked at the local parts, local uh, VW shop, Buggy House. Oh, nice. Say, so. Nice. Yes.
0: And so, who was the first one to start racing?
3: Mike would be the first one to start racing. With, so,
1: my, with my old green car that I built in high school, and then kind of got out of the scene for a while. Started adult life and then got back into it. And then that's actually kind of when John and I reconnected and I started playing, uh, playing pit bitch for him with his car. I did that for about four years and said, I got to
0: build another car. And now you guys are are. both, Boys in high school, right? You guys are buddies in, in high nope. high school, a no. little, little nope. after high school? It was after, yeah. after. So, after okay. high school, it, early adult pre marriage and all this kind of stuff, when you guys are in the VW scene together, or you guys are already. I, we both kind of had a
3: similar story where we were in, into it, you know, uh-huh. first car and everything, and right. then kind of life took over, got out of it a little bit, and then dipped back into it. And then that's kind of what reconnected us. We always had friends in common, but we're never super close, and then got, you know, I mean, it, it, we're. We hang out it's at like a brother almost. yeah
0: yeah and now of the two of you guys now do you guys build your own motors or
1: yes so the the motor that's in my car that I'm running right now I actually built got 22 years ago or so um, it's the motor out of my old car that I built in high school um, that I ended up wrecking but then kept the motor kept the gearbox all the drivetrain and everything sold off the shell and that's like I said when I kind of took the hiatus, and then got back into it. Stuffed the the old motor in a new car, and
0: here so we are. How long did you get back into it?
1: About what well, I bought the notch back six years ago. Yeah. And then, as far as racing goes, um, got back into racing what two seasons ago? This will be third season. So.
0: Limnios. Yes, sir. When did you get back into it?
3: Uh, probably about seven years ago or so. Uh, kind of got my, you know, race car. I had the car for a while. It was, uh, it was my marriage car. We drove away in it.
0: Oh, really? Yes. That's um, your 60s, sixty-six. Sixty-six.
3: Yes. Um, and another mutual friend who kind of brought us together. It was his last car, so it was kind of one of those, you know, got to hang on to it forever. Right. Deals. Um, and my had a twenty-three thirty-two parts kind of scattered around and you know life takes over and then it kind of became financially available for me to put that together and then finally put it together and then that's when me and Mike kind of reconnected and it's definitely a you know beauty and brains in it and as you can see I'm the beauty and he's
0: definitely the brains obviously (laughs) obviously (laughs) I'm not gonna lie about that now your motor that you're running your car so these are now we got two buddies that were friends when they were younger got out of the scene which one starts getting back into V? I I mean, you own yours. It's kind of sitting on a shelf type thing for a yeah. while. You get out of it, then get back into it? Yep. yep. Now, when you say your car was the car you drove away with in your wedding, you've owned it since you've been married?
3: Yeah. So, but it was kind you know, of a
0: stock, just kind of a street yes.
3: cruiser? Yep, yep. Just 1500 cruise it around. Right. And, yeah, freeway, flyer, <laughs> you know, whatever. Cruise cruise to whatever show and hang out, whatever. But it was that was kind of it. And then just,
0: you kind of shelved it for
3: a minute. No, no. I up, literally up until I built the twenty three thirty two, I was cruising around that fifteen hundred.
0: Really, tr-
3: just trying to catch another two gears, but there was only
0: four. It's kind of missing, <laughs> missing that whole life. Like, man, what about what happened to life of a reliable fifteen hundreds? Right, it, it, uh, something to be said for it. It is not a lot of fun. It is. They're not. They're not fun, and you're not impressing anybody, especially yeah. not yourself. But the big motors is like this crazy addiction, right? Like you just yes. stomp the throttle. There's this whole. What is what is it for you guys? Is it like the underdog appeal? Is it like what what is it that makes it so exciting for you guys?
1: I've I've just always been into Volkswagens. I mean, even when I was a little little kid, before I even knew what a driver's license was, for some reason I always had a draw to Volkswagens, and so ended up being my first car. And I just yeah, I I can't nail down like a specific moment in time or whatever that was like, oh, I want to get into Volkswagen. It's just right. kind of always was drawn to him for some reason.
0: And now your <clears throat> guys two motor setup, So, your car's on the shelf. You, you're starting to build the big motor. Then you guys start connecting because, like, hey, you know what? I want to go race. You're like, yeah, I, I got my whole setup, man. Let's get, let, let me find a car and go race. That's what you had to do, right? Pretty much. Now, your car that you have out here is what year? What's a '65? It's a '65, and that car is has been like a work in progress. Little little patina. Pulled the front wheels up, looking pretty good on the line just a few minutes <laughs> thank ago, you, thank right? You. She did look strong, <laughs> and uh, I mean, super impressive. But you got like the Kirker seats. And, like, I mean, it, like, super kind of thinned it out lightweight-wise, Yeah, right? I,
1: I wanted, when I built that car, actually, we built that car in 110 days from body off the pan to put it back together, 113 days, and I made a quarter-mile pass.
0: So, you guys are typical, like, what I would consider kind of typical weekend racers. Like, it's not, it's yeah. not... You're not going to spend five grand on a weekend, but it's going to cost you if you break something. But, you like, you're committed. Yes. You're trying to get – now, what's your guys' goals, time-wise, originally, when you started out?
1: Go for it. My thing was I always – in the quarter mile, I mean, the fast four cartel stuff is all eighth mile. Sure. Um, always wanted to run a 12. 12-second There's There, was 12 just, second there was just something about having a 12-second bug that was
0: just badass. Right. So that's your goals, 12s.
3: I don't think I've ever had a speed goal. I know, sound, whatever, kind of weird. And my car is by no means, I'm not calling it this, but uh, I love Ren Kafer. Um, I'm sure you kind of look at our cars a little, you know, they're a little bit different. I have a full interior. Yeah, yours is a a
0: full, and that's what I said earlier, your car is a full car. I would wonder what the, both cars have been weighed? his has mine has not yeah, but mine. you're a full full body yes. car yes everything you were kind of going for that ren k for kind of style and
3: again mine doesn't it does not qualify for the looks but that's always but been like my turn passion. i love street yes. ripper yes
0: like like some like lee Bashaw's car we've had lee it, on the podcast exactly his, yeah. his car I, I was talking to my wife and everybody knows i've got 1400 rattle trap cars And I said to my wife, I said, why can't I just be happy with, like, one (laughs) super nice car, right? And we have friends that have one super nice car, and they'll do anything with it. It just sits.
1: I
3: don't get it. It just
0: sits. And (laughs) it sits.
1: I I don't understand that either.
0: And, you know, it's hurtful. It's hurtful to a lot of people. We're talking about our friend George, George McCall, like, been featured in Hot VWs, which is – well, yeah, well, he's he's turning into a ghost, slowly to be a memory that no one will remember because no one sees the car. It's gone into, I think, temporary hibernation. But kind of my point is when you build a car, you've got a goal, right? And me, when I build a car that I want to be displayed, like once it's in the magazine or once I win my first show, it's over. Like we're driving it now. We're yeah. sending yeah. it sideways. I don't want to talk about the world-famous video of the Type 34 Gia launching out of Nick's Burgers completely sideways, but some of us – you know, you gotta get in it. <laughs> you gotta get in it sometimes to just lay down the power. What's the point to put all that money out if you're not gonna lay down the power? Now, I've seen the ghost, the Nardo Gray ghost on the streets of Las Vegas. It was there. The original Let's Talk Dubs. But I mean, for you guys, you guys obviously have two different goals. You you have a speed, you're this, Ricky Bobby. This, I wanna this, go
1: fast, I wanna go fast. You and, and that's that a purpose built for this car. I, it's I've got another car that's in a project stage right now. It's sixty-three notch back, and that's gonna be more of a street cruiser. Right. But yeah, this thing is just flat out. I wanted to build a race car as quickly as I could and get it on the track and get back into racing.
0: Now twelve in the quarter equate to what? In the eighth. So
1: I'm running so right now I'm running I just went eight four, but I missed third gear. Um the car like somebody moved it? No, I'm an idiot and I missed third gear. <laughs> so uh, it's,
0: yeah, that's that's a, so. Yeah, that's a bummer.
1: The the car is pretty consistent in eight oh to eight twenties, which is in a quarter is about equivalent to depending upon which calculation you use, between about a twelve sixty to a twelve eighty.
0: Right in a quarter. What's the best you've hit at Sacramento? Uh,
1: my best at Sacramento was a twelve sixty. Was that? This last,
3: I think so, and I think I was I was right behind you. We went, yeah. we actually went head head.
0: Limnios, yes sir. What what's your best time you've run? In I believe twelve eighty was, was twelve eighty. Yes. Now let's talk size ups. What's your what's your motor and trans setup? Just overall 48s? 20, yep. 2332. 2332. cam. Yeah. It's uh, Eagle cam, Mike. You I don't
3: remember. It's, it's, uh, a it's equivalent
1: a CB equivalent of a FK eighty yeah, seven. Yeah
3: heads. I uh, just I just put a set of Street Fighter heads on it from Pat Downs for
0: a new so just got a new set of heads uh, so that type that time you ran was on the old heads it was the old, the old heads yeah do seat of the pants difference um,
3: no 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 seat belt difference I don't okay. feel a whole lot from
0: the from the seat the seat yes. dyno now in respect to tranny what are you running for gearbox uh,
3: those heads are. Uh, good for trannies i'm now on tranny three and i still haven't been able to run which is amazing
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) um the uh let's back it up what are you breaking on the tranny Uh, which time so it's (laughs) breaking everything uh, this last time this
3: last time was first gear first gear broke so that's just from repetitive use and you're thinking that 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 gear let go or raw horsepower i don't know um we just kind of let it go yeah i don't know um it was the first time we ran on i didn't even make a pass on it so stuff happens yeah. it is what it is
0: and so you've gone through three trannies in three seasons <laughs> in one in one season <laughs> yes Good grief it's that's, a, that's an expensive season yeah yeah it hurts
3: drag racing and money Yeah, you, know, you now, gotta hate money so
0: as a weekend racer have you reached out to any of the pro guys be like hey man why am i breaking train? It's like what does it do is my leaving wrong am i launching wrong am i like
3: no it wasn't it, it that that was i think it was complete it was, think it, was just during, low- it was during the time when uh-huh. we couldn't find uh weddle parts so we were reusing super super beetle gotcha. stuff gotcha and it just it Yes, take a ring and go hundred thousand miles. We can go back it. to you know the whole COVID thing. It, sure. the parts weren't available, so it was hey we I need to get COVID. something together. I'm with you.
0: It's not you. It's it's, COVID. It is what it is. Yeah, All definitely right. not me. So ring and pinion you're running your car is what right now. <laughs> your four, your new box is 412. Yeah, 412 ring and pinion. what so I said and beauty and <laughs> brains. That's why I let him I got take it, over. I got he it. punches hey. the
3: numbers. Let him do the hard stuff. You just you just
0: bring the sack of cash. Yes.
1: So yeah, not. he's 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 running four twelve with Weddle Mainchap, three seventy five, right. two twenty-five, and then one forty-eight, I think one twelve for fourth. And who's bring, who's <clears> building <throat> the trainings for you guys? Uh, our buddy Brian from uh late night air cooled up in Chico. Okay. He's he's been building the gearbox. He's here for today. Us. He's yes, here. He, is. he okay. usually
3: has the uh the Houston Brothers bu- uh glitter bug, everybody you know, the bass Bullen bug Bulls bug. Lake. But he brought out his uh his Dune buggy or not Dune buggy, his Manx buggy, Manx race buggy. buggy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Right. And then so you're running 48 23, 32. Yes. New the new Pat Downs heads before you're running. What heads? They were DRD heads. DRD heads. Now DRD heads, are those an aftermarket casting or a stock casting?
1: No, they were a stock casting. Yeah.
0: Stock casting, but they're yeah. really reworked. Yep. Yes. Okay. And now your engine setup.
1: Uh twenty two seventy six. Smaller. Um, interesting webcam 86c old set of roger crawford heads 48 IDAs, and then for gearbox currently running 412 378 206 148 114 but i've got a new box that's going to be going in the car that i tighten the gear stack up a little bit more went with the Weddle main shaft and then uh 158 122 third and fourth
0: now what are you running for fuel system? Are they the same on both cars? Yeah. They're very similar. What are you running?
1: Uh, Holly,
0: Holly Red pump. pump.
1: The Holly Red
3: Pump. Yeah. Hard Dash lines. eight line.
0: Pre-filter, post-filter.
1: Yeah. The the pretty standard. Dead just
3: deadheaded. I I have a tank. He has a fuel cell. Only difference.
1: Like I said, I wanted to build the car a little bit more specific for race. He Don't runs care about.
0: A little quicker than you. Does he run twelve yeah. six. You run twelve eight. Yeah. Yeah. But then again, your car is heavier too. Yeah, yeah. You got yeah. a back I mean, seat. You got you yeah. have everything in your car. Everything's right? everything's
3: there. Yeah, yeah. Run a spare tire in the front. No spare tire. Okay. Not that committed, but All right. yes. All right, just checking, just checking. <laughs> but full full carpet kit, everything.
0: Yeah, door panels. So, how do you feel your car is running today? I mean, you missed third gear, and there's nothing, especially in an eighth mile. Right? It's one thing when you're doing like a weekend testing tune, you, you can just keep yeah. going back in the track <clears throat> over and over again. It's kind of a bummer, like you miss third gear and you. It's a little,
1: for, I haven't been on the track since Memorial Day, so it's just kind of. Getting the jitters out, see what see what we do next round. And What's
0: your goal for today?
1: So I'm running triple index and
3: He's going 7-6. Come on.
1: I'm not going 7-6. I'm <laughs> not. I, that car, it doesn't have a 7-6 in it. I'm too slow for for 7.60 on the index. And I'm too fast for 820, typically. So mm-hmm. I'm just gonna try to do my best at staying at 820, because dropping four tenths is uh now do you think you're bit. too slow
0: because the tranny's not geared right? Is it
1: I, a... I think I might be able to pick up a tenth or so with the with the tranny mm-hmm. with the new gearbox, but I think it's also just the
0: motor. It's it's needs a little bit more oomph. It's now since you haven't brought your car out so long and then you've brought your car and you haven't brought your car out, uh, John, like how are you guys feeling about like obviously I mean listen, I don't even have a car here. Normally when you go to a car show and you have a car, you get kinda of bummed out but Bro, I'm loving the vibe up here, man. It's, like, super chill. Everybody's just, like my, – My big joke with people that haven't been, it's Burning Man for
3: drag racers. Yeah. For VW drag racers. Yeah. It's... I mean, the, the food's amazing. The people are amazing. I mean, you can party all night. You can – you know, I bring my kids. I bring my, my dog. I bring – you know, the whole family comes up. Yeah. And we have a blast.
1: Yeah. The, the, the cartel events are – festival cartel events are awesome. Um, JK and Nuke, they do a phenomenal job yeah. organizing these events. The sponsors are awesome. They, I mean, it's Tom with the Kenny Cafeteria.
0: I mean, it's a serious business. It's a lot. Of, it's a lot of food to prep for a lot of people, man. And, it, and, that, and that's they just why have a donation I bring box. A car, yeah. And
3: I bring a pig. Like, yeah. I, I mean, that's. I just. I, yeah. I got
0: to bring something.
3: It's, sure. It's, just, it's awesome. Yeah, like no. John
1: said, it's and you even mentioned it. It's very family oriented. You yeah. Know, I don't, I'm not married. I don't have kids. But it's like. The guys that I come up with, they do have kids, right? But, and there's always stuff for the kids to do. They've done, you know, tie dye. Teach kids how to do tie dye shirts at other races. I, um, I, what, where
3: can you go to have Doug Berg teach you how to tie dye? Yeah, <laughs> right. he's not he's not tuning carbs. He's not tuning your car. Right. He's teaching kids how to tie dye shirts. Yeah, that's pretty that's cool. Rad.
1: The yeah. October show, they encourage the kids to bring their Halloween costumes, and then they the kids trick or treat through the the racers' pits on Friday or Saturday night. You know, it's. It's just a really awesome family-oriented event, and I think they're crushing
0: it. So, you guys, you have how many more passes? You have one more, two more rounds tonight. We got two more rounds tonight to for,
1: for test and tune, figure out what the car's going to do, and then and eliminations
0: you were, tomorrow. You were left lane, right?
1: Yeah, I was in the left. Did you red light? Yes.
0: Why is everybody red light and left lane, personal opinion? It's Personal opinion think, time. Uh, jitters. I
3: think, I think everybody's a little, little jumpy. The only person in Triple Index that didn't red light in the left lane was John Sugar.
0: John Sugar, nine time, Nine hey, time champion. Yeah, that league. dude. Yeah, that dude
3: he's got a lot of time behind
0: it. You know. Yeah. He, he's he's
3: good, but everybody in the left lane. I think just jitters.
0: Yeah.
1: Just gotta shake the dust off. That's
0: Get it, back man. in the groove. That's it. Well, guys, I'm. I listen. We we met. John. I met through Instagram. Like yeah. just through the podcast. His podcast listener. Um, but we became buddies as soon as I met him. He's Greek, so right out of the gate, you already know he's solid, you know. And, you know, I met Mike through you at Sacramento – and it's just one of those things where it's like, this is what the VW community is all about, right? Yeah. Like guys kind of having some similar interest to some degree, meeting up, and then having like this camaraderie that you have. Absolutely. I mean, I, I kind of came out here on a whim because I thought, I really want to go out and just, I've never been to it. I want to check it out. And it's a long drive. I'm going to fly out and check it out. We flew out here. And I'm so glad I did. I'm kind of bummed out. That I don't have a car to run because it, it would be a good it time. It would be a
3: great time to test and tune and but, get, get get it going.
0: Yeah, but in the same respect, I'm just, I, as I just got done watching everybody take off. I keep thinking like, you know, behind that, well, I kind of I kind of understand. Our, we talked about our friend George McCall Look, we talk about him in the past tense, right? Because uh, exactly, <laughs> I don't even we know what we're talk talking about. about. <laughs> we talk about him. And we talk about you build this beautiful car, and there's so much pressure when you get on that line. You know what I mean? Like, the pressure will just break the average guy. You know, and and it, especially, you know, when you're out there and there's 150 people, 200 people standing on the sidelines watching you launch, and they know your every move. Well, it's so right. All that's, that's like, yeah, it, yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> it's it's a nerve wracking. I mean, I remember the several times that I've taken almost every one of my cars to the track just on a Friday test and tune because you know it's something to do. But just being there and that whole thing and and there, there's it's so funny because all you have to do is pull up stage both lights and then as soon as your guy next to you stages i like to be first to stage so at least i have the advantage to you know second to second to sit right you know what i mean and try to calm down a little bit but it's it's really if you've never done it because on the sidelines you're gonna go man these guys just keep red lighting. like you can never get it because it's like the last thing you want to do different when you're in the car and it's almost better to cut a big cut a big light instead of Red lighting, right? Everybody's a
3: UFC champion behind the TV, right? Right. I mean, that's, yeah, <laughs> like I would have done this, yeah, uh-huh. right? Right. But come it's, on out.
0: It's uh, it's interesting because when we were talk- when we talked to the guys from Fast Forward, they talked about the timing of the lights, and because on a regular sportsman tree, it's five. It's, what do you say? It's it's uh, five hundred tree, five hundred tree, and then he yep. made the drop at 600's. so it throws you off like that last hundredth of a second to where you can't bing bing because in your head you can kind of look looking to go bing bing go. But he added a hundredth of a second to throw you off to make it that much more challenging, which I thought was really interesting. And I think um, it, it's fun. It's exciting. I like the way they've got the dynamics of the track set up here, like the dynamics of how you can run. Now, when you run, have you run fast four cartel events? Yes. yes. And you run the triple index? Yes. So you guys are, you're fitting within the class and he's not because he's, no, keep, we both he's are. between the two. We're both, but he says between two
3: classes, like he just can't. So all he's got to do is back out a little bit at the top. Just end. fender race,
0: but that's no fun. We want to yeah. keep it flat out. I hear you. Wide I, open. I, <laughs> I got you, Ricky Bobby. We called it. We called it when this started, Ricky Bobby. I know exactly what you're talking about. But I tell you, it's uh, it's fun. It's fun coming up here. It's fun to watch you guys race. It'd be more fun if I was in my own car. But it, it's also like. I'm not really – I mean, imagine you get three times to go run your car in front of 200 people and you don't want to screw it up, you know, so it's a little nervous. So maybe that's why you're so relaxed just cooking a pig over here. Oh, that's great. You know, and then Mikey over here is just look – at, look, look at him. He looks like he owes somebody money. Look at him. He's, like, <laughs> he's a little nervous, shaking back and forth. Look, Mike, good luck your next time out. Take I'm hoping sure. to see it. What is the number you're going for? What number are you going for? I'm hoping to run 820 even. So eight twenty. today is the dial-in day. Today yep. is when you do your three qualifying runs, yep. and you will dial in a number, or they give you the number. Nope, you no, choose. you have to pick. You choose. You have to pick the number. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then tomorrow, you got to hit that number. Yep. All right, well. And I'm, I'm hoping that's 820. Well, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with your number tomorrow. We'll see what happens with the pig tonight. Yes, sir. We're oh, going to get down on some Porco. And uh, Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. Good having you guys on. Listen, I'm. Uh, we'll get you guys – We'll get you guys back at some time. We're just going to do a round table, shoot the breeze. I'm going to throw out random topics and questions, and we're going to talk about it. Sweet. But uh, I appreciate you guys coming out. Give everybody a little bit of taste of what it's like to race part of this. You know, yo, yo, yo. Yo, he's backing up. Oh, dang. Yeah. He almost backed up over the old Action. wheelie bars. You know, when you don't have a blanket to set your stuff on, you just skew it all about. <laughs> at any rate. All right, guys, good luck. Yeah, sir. Good luck, thank you, sir. Mike. Good luck, John. Yeah. Chef Wardy, Hey, you know, (laughs) I'm here. I appreciate it. All right, fellas. Later, man. Cheers. Just wanted to drop the Turkey Day surprise on you guys. Enjoy your holiday, man. Have a great Thanksgiving. Love all your family. And if you want to support the podcast, go to letstalkdubs.com. Click on the merch tab. (laughs) Shameless self-promotion. Until next week. Well, no, no, no. Back it up. Until Friday. Later. You probably don't know that there's a new Volkswagen out that doesn't look like a Volkswagen.